I would like to invite Alice up now. She has um, something that God has placed on her heart to share with us this evening. So again, would you just welcome her? And I will just hand over to you. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's great to be with you this evening. So my talk tonight is titled Positioned for Peace. I want you to look at the lady next to you and say, the valiant woman is positioned for peace. It's a bit cheesy, I know. When I was on praying about tonight, I felt like God say that he had a deposit of peace for each lady that is here. So sit back and relax and um, I pray that you receive whatever you need from the Lord tonight. So I wonder what peace means to you. Is it um, reading a great book and a cup of tea or is it having a whole hour to yourself to go shopping at the mall with or is it something a little bit deeper than that? I wonder if you have ever experienced the peace that surpasses understanding that Philippians 4-7 talks of. When I was 20, I took my first trip overseas, which also happened to be a missions trip that our team, that our church was sending. It was the first team that had come from our church um, to the orphanage at Maputo in Mozambique. Um, and there were a couple of people here who were on that team, Nicole and Judy, and Pam was leading the team. I remember um, telling my parents over dinner one night that I had decided to go to Africa. And like any parents of a young woman would, they hit me with what felt like hundreds of questions, which I couldn't answer because at that point I knew nothing about the country and I knew nothing about what we would be doing there other than walking on rubbish dumps and preaching to street kids and loving on abandoned children, which all sounded very exciting but very scary at the same time. When we arrived in Africa, I could immediately understand my parents' hesitation and why my mum suggested that I try travelling around New Zealand first. (laughs) Before I left, one of my dear friends gave me a pillow slip. I think Nicole might have got one of these as well. You still got it. Awesome. I found this in the back of my linen cupboard. I just couldn't give it away. You can hardly read it now. But it says... I will lie down and sleep in peace for you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. That's from Psalm 4 verse 8. So I used the pillow slip every night and it was a verse that I really held on to and a verse that I felt that God had given me for the trip through my friend, Um, particularly when if I needed peace that day because I'd seen such poverty and I had such a heavy heart or because if I felt that I needed peace um, and the Lord's protection and safety for me. We were in Mozambique for about a month and one weekend we took an outreach to a village about three hours out of Maputo. Um, I was chatting with Judy about it before and it was a very primitive village. Um, And one night there was an evening crusade and um, the sick came for prayer. And that night Judy and I shared a tent um, to sleep just next to the church in the village. And as we lay there, we could hear the witch doctors drumming in the background. I remember lying there thinking, I am in a very strange country in the middle of nowhere and I should be feeling a bit scared right now, but I didn't at all. I really knew the sense, a sense of the Lord's presence and the blood of Jesus and I shut my eyes and I went to sleep. 
in the morning, um, Judy said that when she woke up, she saw one of the women from the village standing there looking at us, watching us sleep in the tent in our perfect peace. I wish that I was always able to feel that kind of peace. Since that trip, I have often prayed that verse over my life when I've needed the comfort um, and peace of the Lord. And it's also a verse that I've often prayed over my boys as I go to check on them before I go to sleep myself. Peace is something that as a valiant woman of God, we have constant access to. And over the last couple of months at um, Vision women evening gatherings, um, we've learned that the valiant, we've learned of the Proverbs 31 woman and that that woman has no fear of the future. Peace is a gift from God to us and the biblical promise is that it will fill us and guard our hearts and minds. It's a fruit of the Spirit and an indication of God's presence. Jesus said, I am leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart, And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. The challenge for us, however, is as valiant women of God, how do we experience that peace when we really need it? Unfortunately, it doesn't always flick on like a switch. And I was grateful that I was able to experience the Lord's peace so easily in Africa. But there have been many, many times where I have struggled to really know the Lord's peace in my life. God's peace can come upon us in a moment. And at other times, he takes us on a bit of a journey and leads us to that peace. Psalm 23, the psalm we all know so well, says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not be in want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He restores my soul. The Passion Translation says, God is my fierce protector and my pastor. I always have more than enough. He offers a resting place for me in his luxurious love. His tracks take me to the quiet brooks of bliss the oasis of peace. That's where he restores and revives my life. I just love the words of the Passion Translation, his luxurious love, brooks of bliss and ocean of peace, or oasis of peace. Turn to the person next to you and say, oasis of peace. Sounds like a holiday. (laughs) But more so, Psalm 23 is so loved because it creates such a beautiful picture of refuge in the midst of calamity and the fear that David was experiencing when he wrote it. God leads his people to peace. It's a promise, but we have to be willing to be led. There are so many things in our life that can cause us to have an absence of peace and for me to give you an exhaustive list would be possible, impossible. But some of the key ones are busyness, responsibility and duties, tension in relationships, war and conflict, violence and more generally the constant noise, demands and stresses that fill all of our lives in this 21st century. As Christians, we can also experience a loss of peace when we are outside God's will. I experienced this recently when I had a lot of really big decisions to make. It wasn't that God had abandoned me, but until I chose the things that were right in Him, 
I wasn't able to experience his fullness of peace. Sometimes being positioned for peace involves participation from us. And as Psalm 23 said, God has prepared a resting place for us, but we need to allow him to lead us there. So I wonder where the Lord is leading you today. I can guarantee you that it will be exactly what you need, but getting there may involve a greater level of surrender. Perhaps the Lord is calling you to forgive or to step out in faith in something that he has placed on your heart. Or perhaps he's asking you to look practically at your life and make some changes in the natural that will allow his peace to flow in greater measure in your spirit. When we allow God to lead us beside still waters, we can't always explain or understand the peace that we experience. There have been times in um, our life where God has called my husband and I to take a step of faith. And before that step, there's always been a sense of restlessness and God has continually knocked on our hearts until we've taken that step. Many of you will know that both of our sons are real gifts from the Lord as we struggled to get pregnant. And before we fell pregnant with our first son, we were living in a two-bedroom apartment in the inner north, which was absolutely perfect for our millennial lifestyle. And we felt that if we um, did, we felt comfortable having a baby there if we did ever fall pregnant. After about two and a half years of trying for a child, we felt God say to sell our apartment and to buy a family home. Moving to the suburbs without a child is definitely not something that I wanted to do if we weren't, that I didn't want to do. If we weren't going to have children, then I wanted to stay where we were and enjoy the lifestyle that we were living. But we had a strong sense from the Lord to sell. And the week that we signed the contract and listed um, with the agent, we found out that we were pregnant. So to cut a really long story short, we sold our apartment and we moved back in with my parents whilst we tried to find a home. Um, and the whole process took a lot longer than we anticipated it would, as these things usually do. But there was one house that we decided to bid for at auction. It was a lovely home and we had a really good chance of getting it. And on the morning of the auction, we were at another auction, just getting into the mood of everything and um, pumping ourselves up. And we got a call from our mortgage broker to say that he was sure everything would be okay, but he did just want to let us know that our loan hadn't been approved. He said that... um, After he'd gone home, um, he'd received an email from the bank and it was a Western Australian bank, so they're three hours behind and they were requesting one last piece of information, which he had then provided back to them, but because of the time difference, they hadn't yet gotten back to him to confirm that it was okay and the auction was about an hour away at that point. Um, He reiterated that he was 99.9% sure that everything would be okay, but he did have to let us know that. Um, And as you know, at an auction you sign the contract there and there. So although like in the scheme of things, it was quite a low risk, our peace was totally rattled um, and we could not hear what God was saying. We did about 10 of those, just open the Bible and just random flicking because we just could not sense the Lord's presence. I'm like, what did you get? What did you get? Like we just couldn't hear what God was saying. Um, And I mean, ultimately, we felt confused and anxious and the Lord's peace had left us. So we felt like that was God giving us a warning and saying that we weren't to go ahead with the auction. So we went to the auction anyway and the agent 
of course, couldn't understand why we had pulled out, particularly when we had such a good sense of getting the home. And this is one of those perfect examples where peace is an indication of the Lord's hand and leading. We sold our apartment with peace, yet without understanding. And then I stood there at the auction, 23 weeks pregnant, without any understanding of where on earth we were going to live. I got into the car and I burst out crying and I was really cranky at God because, you know, he got us into this situation. But as I relinquished all my control to him, he did something in my heart and my soul became still. And he reminded me of a verse that he'd given me a couple of months earlier, which was Psalm 113, which says, He settles the childless woman in her home as a happy mother of children. The next Saturday, I felt so peaceful about finding a home that I went and got my hair done and I let my husband, Paul, just go do the house hunting by himself. He found a few good options. Um, One of them he arranged a second viewing for, came along. It was, you know, fine. We put in an offer and that was the house that we're living in now. It's by no means perfect, but we knew that it was the right decision for us. And now living there after after a few years there's so many things about it that are so perfect for a young family which I never would have even noticed because I didn't know what you needed at that point Psalm 46 10 says be still and know that I am God I will be exalted among the nations I will be exalted in the earth biblical scholars can't confirm what for sure what this psalm refers to but it's generally agreed that it relates to the time when the king of Assyria surrounded Jerusalem with 185,000 troops. It was certain that the city would fall and the king of Assyria and his commanders tried to discourage the Israelites from trusting in God. They said surely your God won't save you but God promised that he would defend the city. And then, if you know the story, one evening, an angel of the Lord came and killed all 185,000 troops. And that story can be found in 2 Kings. So Psalm 46 is about deliverance, and it relates to anyone who is in a time of trouble. The Hebrew word for be still is rapper, which means to slacken, let down, or cease. And in this situation, it meant relinquishing all control to God and allowing him to fight the battle. Earlier in Psalm 46, we read, and you might recognize this, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy place where the most high dwells. God is within her. She will not fall. God will help her at break of day. Nations are in uproar, kingdoms fall, he lifts his voice, the earth melts. The Lord Almighty is with us, the God of Jacob is our fortress. The interesting thing about this psalm and the powerful description of this city under threat is that there wasn't actually a river and still isn't a river that flows through Jerusalem. Yet the psalmist is painting a picture of this abundant and constant river flowing in the midst of strife. Elsewhere in the Bibles, in the Bible, the prophets speak of a time when a mighty river will flow from the temple in Jerusalem. And the psalmist is declaring this future a reality now. I also love this psalm because it refers to Jerusalem as a her. And I like to claim it for myself. 
And in Isaiah, it says, I will extend peace to her like a river. These promises of strength and peace are available for us today. In times of feeling surrounded, his peace is like a bubbling brook of bliss and an oasis of refuge. God is within her, she will not fall. Our Prince of Peace, Jesus, takes our hand and leads us and shows us how to experience peace. And of course, the story of Jesus as the Prince of Peace um, goes way deeper than that. And of course, he makes a way for us to have peace with God the Father. So where does this leave us tonight? It's nice to talk about the gift of peace when you're feeling surrounded. But when you're feeling surrounded, how do you get what you need when all you feel like is that you're fighting to survive. This is an invitation to be led and a promise that he will not let you fall. God's promise of peace is an invitation to still waters and a promise that he will help you there. And it's an invitation to be expectant and positioned and a promise that he has won the victory. Jesus said, These things I have spoken to you, that in me you may have peace. In the world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. So to finish, we're going to watch a video clip of a song by Hillsong United. The song was recorded live in Israel um, and it was recorded at two locations, a Golden Heights Memorial of War and by the shining lights of the old city. And there's also some footage of the band's visit to a refugee camp in Lebanon. So I just encourage you to let this song minister to you um, and to allow the Holy Spirit to speak to you however you need. Staring down the fire, my eyes found yours. 
going to pray for us to finish off. That's all. (laughs) Lord God, um, wherever we're at tonight, Lord, and you know exactly what's going on in our lives and um, where we're feeling peaceful and where we're not, Lord, and where we need you to meet us. Um, And Lord, whatever is weighing on our hearts tonight, um, I just ask, Father, that you would take the weight of that and replace it with your peace, Lord that every lady here would just have a renewed sense of where you are leading her and where your peace is falling in her life and that she would be able to follow the path to that place, Lord, whether that's something that she needs to do or whether, um, God, you just want to come and meet her there. Lord, I just pray that you would come and do a work in our hearts as we leave tonight, Lord, and that we would leave this place with um, our souls being still as we, as we think about the world and as we think about our own lives. Lord, would we have a renewed sense of the stillness, Lord, that you bring as you just hold everything in the palm of your hand. In your name, Jesus. Amen. <laughs>